0: This is Real Health Chats, real talk about health issues important to you and your family. I'm Dr. D. And I'm Becky, the doctor's wife.
1: Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Health Chats. This is episode three, and today we're going to be talking about colds and flu.
0: This is a great time to be talking about colds and flu as we're entering cold and flu season.
1: Yeah, we just got our weekly respiratory virus report. On our email, and there's been 11 positive flu tests this last week. So it's out there.
0: It's out there. It's mid October and it's out there.
1: We're trying to get everybody to get their flu vaccines. Uh,
0: so, have you had your flu shot yet?
1: We thought we would talk a little bit about uh, upper respiratory tract infections, colds, sinus infections, and the flu. And the flu. And what those things mean. Uh, maybe what it means when your doctor tells you you have something. Uh, one of those diagnoses <laughs> is what I mean.
0: You have something. You have something.
1: <laughs> so um, if you go to the doctor with certain symptoms and they tell you you have a cold, uh, you might have a better idea of what the heck that means.
0: All right. Well, let's just get into it then.
1: I think it's important to define... Of what we're talking about because sometimes terms that we use are confusing and doctors are bad about sometimes using different things that mean the same thing and so you know a cold doesn't sound that serious but an upper respiratory tract infection wow that sounds bad but <laughs> but they're basically the same thing these viruses affect all of the respiratory tract so you can have symptoms from your head down uh, into your chest so Things that viruses cause, illnesses that they cause, uh, would be sinus infections, sore throats, or pharyngitis, or tonsillitis, ear infections, bronchitis, even pneumonia can be caused by viruses.
0: I think the biggest question during cold and flu season that people worry about is, if I have a cold... Versus the flu, and what are the symptoms that are that are different, and symptoms that are the same of those?
1: Uh, that's probably a good place to start. So, a lot of the symptoms of just a regular old cold and influenza virus, which we call the flu, <laughs> are the same. You'll have a sore throat, a cough, a runny nose, maybe some itchy watery eyes probably some nasal congestion. With a cold, uh, sometimes there's a low-grade fever, and you might feel a little bit achy, and you just don't feel great. A lot of those viruses that cause these symptoms start out causing a pretty sore throat on the first couple of days, and then the other symptoms progress. Then you get a cough and runny nose and congestion. So a, an infection with influenza virus will have those symptoms, plus high fever, severe body aches, severe headache, and you feel awful. So with a cold, you don't feel great, but you can usually get up and go to work or go to school and kind of suffer through the day. With the flu, you don't want to get out of bed. You're achy, you hurt all over, uh, and nothing can make that feel better.
0: So that's for adults, kind of being able to differentiate for yourself. What about for your kids? What to watch for in children?
1: With kids, um, there's usually a fever and they just, they look sicker. They act sicker. One of the other distinguishing factors symptomatically is how fast things start. With the flu, you can wake up feeling fine and literally within an hour or two feel awful. With a cold, it's usually slower onset. So you get the sore throat the first couple of days and that progresses uh, and it just kind of lingers on uh, for a few days and then gets better.
0: If someone has the, a cold for a few days, a cold virus, can it progress into influenza? Is that the same type of virus?
1: No, it's completely different viruses. So the flu is caused by influenza virus, and there's different strains of that. So usually with a cold, the, the natural course of that is to feel, feel bad for the first two or three days, and then it slowly gets better. And it's very common to have a lingering cough for up to a couple of weeks, sometimes even a month uh, after you have a cold. And that's what? really
0: hard. That's, that's, that's exhausting. And that's when I think when I know I have and other people, they start worrying that they have something worse because these symptoms don't go away.
1: Yes, that's true. And we see, we see patients who are concerned about that all the time. And usually if there's no other symptoms, if it's just a little cough that's lingering for a little while and you don't have fever um, and you're not achy, And otherwise, you feel fine. It's not anything to worry about.
0: So, if you're not sure if you have a cold or the flu, when do you decide to go to the doctor to check that out?
1: So, if you have the flu, the sooner you can get to the doctor, the better, because there is a potential treatment for the flu. Some people, depending on their other health issues, need to be treated for the flu because it can turn into something that. Could be potentially life-threatening if they're not treated.
0: It does tend to shorten the life of the flu. Yes. I think if you get treated,
1: if you get started on it early enough, it can shorten it a little bit. Okay. And, it, and it can decrease the symptoms some. So there may be some benefit to getting treatment for the flu if you catch it early enough. So that would be the main reason to try and get in. You know, at the first sign. But the first signs of the flu are a little different than the first signs of the cold, even though the symptoms are really similar. So a cold is going to start slow and kind of progress. The flu is going to start suddenly and feel awful. So it you can distinguish it a little bit.
0: So if someone's had symptoms for three or four days and they're not getting better think it's natural to say, I want to go see if there's something my doctor can do for me.
1: Right. It is natural, but it may not be necessary, really, because...
0: You may get sent home with a cold.
1: Well, you You have have a cold. That's what I mean. You have a cold. (laughs) You have a cold and your doctor's (laughs) going to tell you you have a cold. Now, it's very important to understand that we're not telling people not to go see their doctor. We're not trying to give advice. But in general... Going to your doctor after two or three days of having a cold isn't going to be necessary. Um, Your doctor's likely to tell you to take over-the-counter medication, take uh, medication to help with the fever and the aches. A cough suppressant might be helpful, but really your body just has to fight it off. And that can be frustrating sometimes. Because you just want to feel better.
0: That's right. And that's your job as a doctor.
1: To help people feel better. <laughs> to help
0: people feel better, right?
1: I guess it is in a way, yeah. <laughs> that's what we think it is. Yeah, yeah it is.
0: <laughs> that's what I think from a patient perspective.
1: Yeah, and we just don't have a magic pill for these viruses that cause uh, colds and sinus infections. So it's uh, it's sometimes hard. I, I think if... If the goal of going to the doctor is to make sure you don't have anything worse than a cold, then it's a good reason to go. Because they're going to look in your ears. They're going to look in your throat. They may make sure you don't have strep throat, which is a bacterial infection that needs to be treated with antibiotics.
0: What about a sinus infection? You said that earlier. So is that an infection that can be treated or might need to be treated?
1: So, a sinus infection is a type of upper respiratory tract infection where most of the symptoms are in the face. So there's a lot of pressure, there may be tenderness in the sinuses. Most of those are caused by viruses too. It's just the infection gets in the sinuses instead of, you know, just in the nose or just in the throat or just in the, you know, upper part of the lungs.
0: I think that Causes frustration sometimes because we think I have an infection, I should get some antibiotics or I should get some medications, and that will treat it. But for these viruses, usually that won't work.
1: Uh, The term infection is generic, it can be infection by a virus or it can be infection by a bacteria. So, for viruses, there's not really any treatment for those, they just have to run their course. For bacteria, then those do respond to antibiotics. Uh, Our guidelines now are, uh, you know, specifically for sinus infections, to not treat until somebody has had symptoms for two to three weeks. Wow. They're running fever or they have a course of illness where they had an upper respiratory tract infection that was getting better and then they suddenly got worse and developed new and worse symptoms like fever Um, or things like that.
0: So can that turn into a bacterial infection in your sinuses? And that's why, because anecdotally, (laughs) I know that there are people who have gone to the doctor, have a sinus infection, and have been given antibiotics for it, and then they feel better.
1: I know people like that, too. (laughs) (laughs) so
0: but scientifically an antibiotic should not
1: so is it the antibiotic that helped or is it the two or three days more that they needed to feel better
0: okay we don't know that
1: that's a good question so uh, a fun little thing to hear is you go to the doctor with a cold and he tells you if i don't give you antibiotics it's going to take 7 days to get better. If I give you antibiotics, you'll be better in a week.
0: <laughs> and sometimes people just feel better because they have that prescription in their hand, right?
1: That's true. And and I think it's only natural to go somewhere and want to feel better and feel like, you know, when you go to the doctor, they're doing something to try and and help a person feel better. But one of the things we don't talk about enough is the risk Of taking antibiotics unnecessarily. So prescribing antibiotics unnecessarily for upper respiratory tract infections and sinus infections and bronchitis and all these things that 20 or 30 years ago everybody got an antibiotic for has led to these strains of antibiotic resistant bacteria uh, that are prevalent in hospitals.
0: So if you're taking antibiotic When you don't necessarily need it, it could be causing you to be more susceptible to strains of bacteria, right?
1: Yes. So what happens is over time, strains of bacteria are selected that are resistant to those antibiotics. They develop resistance. They evolve.
0: I'm imagining this bacteria king saying, I'm selecting you now. (laughs) You shall go and infect people.
1: (laughs) That's exactly what happens. (laughs) They
0: have no defense against you. That's
1: exactly what happens. (laughs) So that's one of the consequences of unnecessary uh, antibiotic use.
0: Or overuse of antibiotics.
1: Yeah, overuse. Another is people can have serious reactions to antibiotics. There's serious, potentially life-threatening reactions to antibiotics, either by allergy or, or uh, other reactions. And so uh, if somebody gets prescribed an antibiotic they didn't really need and then they have a bad reaction to it, you know, that just makes things worse.
0: We've ventured off into having an episode on antibiotics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have, and that's okay. I've got one other one other potential consequence, and then okay. maybe we'll get back to the topic. Okay. <laughs> so the other potential consequence is a superinfection with a bacteria called C. difficile or Clostridium difficile. Anybody who has had C. diff never wants to take an unnecessary antibiotic. C. diff is a, a bacterial infection in the colon. And it causes pain and horrible diarrhea and bleeding. Uh, And it's caused by antibiotics killing the good bacteria in our gut and allowing C. diff to come in and infect us. And it's a terrible consequence of taking an unnecessary antibiotic. That sounds terrible. It is.
0: So that's not just like one use typically of taking antibiotics when maybe you didn't need it.
1: It could be. I mean, it's it's possible. Okay. It's possible.
0: Now that we're all scared about taking antibiotics. Yes.
1: (laughs) No, I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) Okay. So there are times that antibiotics are necessary.
1: Yes, there are.
0: If you have a bacterial infection like strep, what about ear infections? Let's go back to upper respiratory type things.
1: Most ear infections are caused by viruses.
0: I do know that when our oldest son was young, he got many ear infections and was treated with antibiotics every time. And since we had several kids over a long period of time, by the time our youngest one, I do remember there was this change, you know, through the years where antibiotics were prescribed less and less for things like that.
1: Right. Uh, They are. And the newer generation of doctors that are coming up are much better about uh, protecting people from antibiotic use and over and and overuse. So that's a good thing. So back to the topic of these upper (laughs) respiratory tract infections and when to go to your doctor. So if the goal is to make sure you don't have something more serious, then go in early. Uh, and take your doctor's advice. Uh, and if they don't prescribe you an antibiotic, don't be mad at them. <laughs> don't think they don't like you. Don't think they want you to stay sick longer.
0: They just don't want you to have... C. diff. C. diff.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Ooh, and so, all the yucky things that go along with that.
1: Correct. So in general, if your symptoms are lasting, you know, longer than a week, a week to 10 days, or they seem to be getting worse after seven days, then it's probably worth going in, getting checked out, making sure it's not something more serious.
0: Or if they start and come on suddenly and things get worse really quickly. Right. Okay.
1: So I think what, I don't want to assume what you were saying, but it sounded like you were saying if you're getting better and then they suddenly get worse. Is that what you were saying? No. <laughs> okay. Well, no, what, I was just Well, let's saying, clarify. Yeah.
0: So I was just saying if you... Like you said earlier, if you get up, you're feeling okay. And then by the afternoon, if you, you have the these flu. terrible symptoms yeah. where you're achy and you have a headache. So kind yeah. of the quick onset of symptoms, right? which is different from the I've felt bad for a week. Is there a time frame when you're like, I'm not getting over this, that you should go to the doctor?
1: If somebody has the flu, they could certainly develop something worse. They can develop pneumonia after, you know, three or four days. So if the fever is prolonged, if you're getting into the third, fourth, fifth day, especially of high fever, that's probably a little longer than a normal case of the flu runs. You know, usually it's two or three days and then, you know, things start to get a little bit better day four. Um, If you're running high fever longer than that, it's probably worth getting in. If it's early in flu season and you're not sure there's even flu out yet, It doesn't hurt to get in and see if that's what you have, if it is the flu. Okay. But if flu season's out there and you have the flu, and especially if it's been a couple of days and it's not going to be able to be treated with the medication available to treat the flu, um, you might be better off taking over-the-counter medicine and, and just working your way through it. But please... If you feel like you need to go to the doctor, go to the doctor.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I remember it wasn't very long ago that there was nothing they could do for the flu. There wasn't medication available to help treat it more quickly. Right. That you So just, people
1: just had to suffer through it. Yeah. And guess what? We can still do that. <laughs> I mean, we're just as tough now as we were then.
0: I don't know. <laughs> as a parent... When your kids are sick, you just want them to feel better and say they're coughing a lot. They have a fever. What would constitute a high enough fever to go or how many days of coughing? You know, those sorts of things. I That's where I feel like so it's pretty good to go in and check that it's not something worse.
1: I completely agree. My general advice would be if you're worried, get them seen. Okay. Get them checked out.
0: Parents, if you're worried about your kids, go ahead and take
1: Please. Them in. Yes.
0: So let's go to the other end of the life spectrum. For our elderly population, that seems like that's another area where we'd be more concerned if they caught the flu or if they had a prolonged upper respiratory infection of some sort.
1: Yes. So with age comes lots of other problems and diseases like heart disease and lung disease. So they are more prone to get sicker with these illnesses and more susceptible to get things like pneumonia um, uh, or have a severe case of the flu. So it's probably better to err on the side of caution and get seen earlier with. uh, with these symptoms in somebody who's older.
0: If you think you have the flu, you should stay home, right?
1: Yes. So you don't want to expose other people to that. The problem with the flu is you were contagious up to two to three days before you ever got symptoms. And so that's how it spreads so easily. But once you start running that high fever and get achy, you're not going to feel like going anywhere anyway. So, yeah, stay home for a couple of days. Drink lots of fluids. Take your Tylenol or ibuprofen and cough medicine uh, and chill out.
0: Okay. Anything else you would want people to know um, now that we're going into cold and flu season?
1: Well, I think just to recap a little bit, we've talked about the differences between a cold and the flu. We've talked about when to go see your doctor. I think that's uh, very important information. We've talked about treatment a little bit and about why antibiotics are not necessary to treat a viral infection. And most of these illnesses are viral infections. But if you don't know or you're not sure, please go see your doctor.
0: Some other things that I think are important. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands during cold and flu season.
1: Dang, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> That's such great advice. Thank you. It's so important. No, I'm serious. <laughs> it's so important to stop the spread of these things. Yeah. Uh, and that really can reduce the spread dramatically, as can other things you can do is cover your cough and sneezes and, and also wear a mask if you're concerned. Um You know, when people come into the clinic and we think they might have the flu, we have patients put masks on to keep them from spreading it. So that's an important way as well.
0: So take care of yourself and take care of your family and take care of those around you.
1: And it's important to remember that these things don't last that long. A cold only lasts around a week most of the time. Uh, And if you're worried at all, go see your doctor. And one last thing to remember is to get your flu shot to prevent getting the flu in the first place.
0: If you have any questions about anything that we talked about today, go to realhealthchats.com and submit a question. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
1: And don't forget to subscribe to our podcasts wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks again for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. See you next week. What was discussed today is for information only and is not meant to replace or override advice from your physician.